what's up? I'm just having a quick snack. Just a juicy honey crisp apple with cinnamon on top. What is this, an apple ad? No, I just love apples. <laughs> are we getting paid by Macintosh now? What are we getting paid by, uh, fuck, what are some other types of apples? I don't know. Trader Joe's. <laughs> no, there's like um, red, red Delicious. I like Honey Crisp. Honey Crisp? That sounds like a yeah. cereal. That's probably why I like it. What's your favorite apple? There's so many. I like green. You do? They're sour. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I like red. I like green. There's more than one to say, but like, okay, there's like the red delicious apple you're talking about, but then there's like the Honey Crisp ones are red with a little yellow. With yellow apples or something entirely different. There's just so many. Oh, we got the pink pearl? Yeah, probably. Okay, first of all, all I'm these googling. different types of apples also sound like they could be ladies' sex toys. You got the pink pearl. You got ambrosia. You got Arkansas black. You got <laughs> oh, what? You got beauty of Wilshire for the, all the British people out there, all the British ladies who need a vibrator. Winter banana, zester apple, gold spur for all you uh, Westerners out there. Oh, that's the green apple. Rambo apple. Jesus, that one probably hurts. There's a lot. This is crazy. I don't see any of these in our grocery stores. No, we got red, we got green, we got yellow. Anyway. Jesus Christ, man. I'm a Honeycrisp guy. This is how bad it's gotten. We're fucking doing a <laughs> YFT on apples. I bet we've educated some people. Okay, thank God we have Listen to Your Heart coming out. I am so pumped about this. And honestly, girls out there that have a thing for musicians, you should be pumped about this because this is 20 single musicians that are coming to the Bachelor Mansion. It's basically the Bachelor, but all musicians. I'm so pumped. Yes. When is it coming out? Because I need this now. Oh, I cannot wait. April 13th is the day yes. that the next Bachelor chapter begins in our lives. Yeah, it's got everything you love, man. Romance, hot tubs, Chris Harrison, and of course, drama, drama, drama. Also, why wasn't I a part of this and like bartending for all these people? I was actually just about to ask that because they have some of the biggest names in music judging the show, like Jason Mraz and Kesha and Bachelor Nation fan favorites. Yeah, I guess so, that's not you. I guess not. <laughs> Ooh, which of these new Bachelor hopefuls will make beautiful music together? Who will strike the right note and who is there for the song reasons? I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I'm really pumped to watch this. Living in Nashville, this is going to hit right at home for me. I'm super pumped about this show. So make sure you guys check it out. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event starting Monday, April 13th, 8, 7 central on ABC. I know we're early in on this quarantine, mm -hmm. and I know that I need to relax, but I had barbecue last night. Mm-hmm. And it was the best fucking thing I've ever had in my entire life. Like, did you do the barbecuing? No, we got we like ordered it out, and like I had like I forgot how good barbecue is because I've been eating you know like salads and chicken and like you know like simple stuff to make, and then yeah. all of a sudden you know my quarantine ass had some fucking barbecue, and jeez, jeez, mm. you know what, man? If the whole place if it's Armageddon, we can't forget about barbecue. Is that, you know? is, would that be you if you like you, oh, you had to like choose your last meal? Would it be barbecue? I don't know. Like, it was so amazing last night. I was like, I ribs are so good. Hmm. Anyways, how is well, your quarantine? Um, it's fine. I'm just going a little stir crazy to be honest. 
it was fun for two weeks. Now I'm antsy. Now I want to start working. I want to start making some money. I want to get out of the house. I want to see some people. I can't believe I'm saying it. It's time, but it's not <laughs> at all. I know. Not even close. Dude, you <laughs> know what, close. do you know what I did? I bought a golf simulator and put it up in my garage oh. so I can play golf while we're stuck at the house. Wow. That sounds expensive. It was. <laughs> but also, you know what else is expensive? And so the only stock going up apparently is Peloton. Everyone and their mom has gotten a Peloton during oh, this I quarantine. Bet. That and Zoom. I bet you Zoom's doing great right now. Mm-hmm. Should have jumped early on Zoom. Yeah, probably still could. You know, everyone's just so bored. And I was watching this. There's this like lot British live commentator that has just been live commentating just like life and i thought i'd play some of it. it's so funny let's hear it his name is nick health this is him commentating on watching two guys in the park playing <sighs> soccer well you join me here live at uh, tusing common and uh, well this is the final of the two lonely blokes in a park contest and <laughs> whoa that was absolutely terrible <laughs> so we've come to expect really from these two <laughs> they've uh, been here for some time few runners in the distance not keeping enough distance frankly <laughs> and uh, well these two are utterly useless <laughs> looking forward to the third fourth place playoff later <laughs> and then he did one of women in the park on a walk with their kids in strollers and oh yes i've seen a lot of those this was great man so this the international 4x4 pushchair formation final and uh, well we've got the upfront pair of course so Johansson and Eriksson from Sweden and they're in with the Brits here uh, in Smith and Black and they're doing particularly well of staying quite close with them around this very delicate bend of course they're pretty familiar with this course and uh, well that's what saw them become European champions just a few months ago great to see them back and then this one was my favorite he titled it after lunch break, 2020 Crossroad Dash. It's people walking across the street. Crossroad Dash, light turns to red. We wait for the beats. There they are now then. JD Sportsman, he's got a decent start. Leggings on the outside. Oh, JD Sportsman's been distracted over the shoulder. And Leggings is going to get there. Oh, she does it again. Three titles in three days. <laughs> Off past Vegas Gold for the lap of honor. Victorious. <laughs> Anyways, I tell you what, man. The world's going to shit, but the internet yep. is winning. <laughs> Bro. I know, it's alive and well on the internet. The internet's just thriving. Um, do you want to start the show? We didn't start the show. Oh, but yeah, we should probably do that. You want to do it? I think it's your turn. I think it's your turn. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your th- favorite thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy, live from quarantine. That's I am funny. officially on day 15 of quarantine. Do you know what day you're on? I think 17. The last day that I went out was the Wednesday after the Bachelor finale. So then Thursday was my first day of quarantine. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Is that 17? No. Is that 75? Is that 329? I don't know. What is time You know anymore? what? It doesn't even matter because you still have to stay there. <laughs> I think everybody thought like, oh, 14 days and we'll be good. Like everyone will be good. No, no. The 14 days meant nothing. So there are no days anymore. I don't know who needs to hear this, but today's Monday. Uh, yeah. like that was funny. And then I saw people that were sending that to me, but it was like, I don't know who needs to hear this, but today's like Saturday. It's like not Saturday, you know? <laughs> Every day is Saturday for now. That's so funny you say that. Okay, so Tiger King. Did you watch Tiger King? No, I'm, I have been binging Ozark. 
nonstop. Okay, hold on. So Joe Exotic writes a song called Here Kitty Kitty that is about mm. Carol Baskin killing her husband and feeding him to the lions, which if you watch the mm. fucking show it's is possible, a very say. real possibility. So, Did he write this on the show or is this like a recent development? No, he wrote it like four or five years ago. And so then I tweeted out, am I learning here kitty kitty on the guitar whilst wearing a wig on a Sunday morning? Yes, yes I am. And I realized that today's Monday. And so everyone was like, today's Monday, dude. And I was like, what are days anymore? And then I saw that Nathan Followill, the drummer for Kings of Leon, mm -hmm. he responded with, I thought today, was Saturday. And I said, dude, every day is Saturday now. Also, mm. will you play drums on my cover of Here Kitty Kitty? And he said, meow, you're talking. I thought you'd never ask. Wow, you've made it. Yeah. Well, Nathan and his, and his wife are big Bachelor fans. I knew them back in, in my Nashville days. Oh, you do. I do, dude. So cool. Wow. Um, I'm excited about today's episode because we are going to have the very talented Sophia Bush mm -hmm. on the show. Loki, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. High key obsessed. I mean, One Tree Hill, pff, it was honestly my favorite show. Still is. You know what? Once I finish Ozark, I might go back and start One Tree Hill from day one. Might as well, bro. I love it that much. Obviously, I know who Sophia Bush is, but I never watched One Tree Hill. I mean, she's done so much more than just that, but yeah. that was like her Hannah Montana, if you will. That was like her first big break and she was really young when she did it and it lasted forever and ever and ever. I think there's like eight seasons, maybe more. Wait, was that, um, was that a show that Jenna Kramer was on? Yep, Jenna Kramer was on it. Um, Hillary Scott. Um, there's a bunch of people on that show. But she's done things since and then. I, I kind of know her more recently just for her activism. Like she's very involved in human rights and political stuff and just and she's just all about doing all of the good things and bringing awareness to all of the human rights situations on her Instagram. So if you guys are into that, I learn a lot by following her on Instagram. I'll tell you that. But she's just super cool and has the coolest voice yeah. ever talking voice. So I'm excited to get to talk to her today. Um, You got some fave things, Brew? Not that I was expecting to be disappointed at all because I wasn't. Yeah. Ozark season three is so dang good. So good. How far in are you? I'm like on the third episode, so I'm oh, still wow, early. Oh, I'm way further than you. That's not a competition, all right? I just, it's new for me. Usually you're so far ahead of me. I know. Well, I got a lot of things. I'm, I got, you know, I created. You got I, a lot of uh, virtual golf to play in the garage. I had a, yeah, I built um, a simulator, you know, I created a new I character saw, named Jericho James. So I, mean, I this, saw that. Yeah. I also saw that you and Sarah are rewatching your season of The Bachelorette. Yes. Which the fact that that comes before Ozark has its own issues, but. So here's the thing about like quarantining and stuff with binging. I think I get sick of just the same thing. Like it's Groundhog Day over and over and over again. I need to switch shit up. And last night she was like, dude, let's watch your season. And I was like. Let's do it. And you know what I realized? Our fucking season was hilarious. Yeah, it was great. It was such a good, like, I'm sorry. It was so much better than any season I can recall. JoJo was a really good bachelorette. She was really good. And the guys were really funny. And, and yeah. all the guys like each other. Cause it was all for one against Chad, you know, mm -hmm. a common enemy. Yeah. We <laughs> only watched two episodes, but it was so funny. I mean, just the stories you guys posted were hilarious. Yeah. And you really do look so different. I don't know why. Because I got the, I grew the ha facial hair. What do you think about it? That's not why. But um, now that we're talking about that, I'm here for the facial hair. Oh, you are? Yes. 
Interesting. Yes, very here for. Sarah likes it too, and I find it that interesting. Is Why? It, I think I look disgusting with it. Why? Because I grow facial hair like a 14-year-old Hispanic boy. It's like patchy. It just looks gross. It's definitely not like the greatest situation that I've ever seen. Yeah. But there's something about like a little scruff that gives you like a little, um, I don't know, just makes you a little more rougher around the edges in a good way. Yeah. All right. That's kind of exactly what Sarah said. Okay. I'll keep it, you know? Okay. Great. I was so thin back then. You were really thin. Yeah. I don't know. I, you just are, seem so different to me now. I know. Is it in a bad way, you think? No, in a good way. It, it's weird. Almost now it's like, and it makes total sense. Like so much has changed for you now and you have so much of your shit together, I feel. Not that you didn't then. But I just feel like when you're in that place in life where you're still like dating and trying to figure everything out and I don't know, you still have so much you want to accomplish career wise and you're just still kind of floating. Like, right. You're like in that space where eh, I, yeah, I like got a solid career, but like I could do other things and still looking for a, for a wife and all that. I don't know. You just emanate like a different vibe. And then once you have it all figured out and like you get settled down and you meet the person and you're no longer searching and fill a bunch of those voids, I feel like you emanate like a different, not just you, like in general, like then you just emanate like a different, like a piece sense i don't know i'm just like not searching for so many things that's a generalization but that's kind of how i feel about you is it's like i don't know you just seem more leveled centered i was so much thinner back then is that what you're hung up on <laughs> it is kind of what i'm hung up on but the thing was i was really really thin because i had gotten sick before that i gotten really really <laughs> sick i looked thin but i wasn't really healthy i don't think but you're still thin yeah okay cool. Th thank you how much do you weigh <laughs> like 160 Wow. Everyone has been asking like where they can watch it. Dude, we fucking bought it on iTunes. Cause guess what? Mm -hmm. We have nothing else to do. Actually, I think we rented it on iTunes for like five ninety nine. It's not like it's like super expensive to rent the season of The Bachelorette. I think we're gonna do it every Monday night. We're gonna watch another episode of my season of the Bachelorette. We're gonna have Bachelor Mondays. That is insane. But probably great for your Instagram engagement. Yeah. And then Jericho James is a new character that I'm working I'm you know, I'm kicking off the dirt. On, you know, mm -hmm, I trying. see this. What do you think about Jericho James? A lot of people said it looks a lot like your dad. I don't like that comparison. No. At all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nope. Jericho James Jericho. probably give me nightmares. Is that what that name is? Jericho James is a country Jericho singer. Jericho James. No. That, he's not. Yeah, he's a country singer. And he's gonna he's gonna tell you about love, love loss, yoga poses. It's all the shit that people are doing. If Jericho I James is doing like... all the things that people are doing on Instagram, which is like singing you a song, showing you workout routines. <laughs> I feel like Jericho James could be a TikTok star. But he, you just don't want to see him on your Instagram, do you? No, but he also could be a TikTok star. Yeah. I mean, he's a star in the world. So that's all that really matters. Yes. I mean, Ozark is fucking amazing. It's so good. Hey, Jason Bateman, can you do? Well, I need you to work on something new now. I need because because I'm done with Outsider and yep. I'm done with Ozark in like probably 48 hours. Mm, is this the last season? It is, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, you don't know. Jason Bateman is a freaking genius. I started Little Fires Everywhere. I like it a lot. Do you? Yes, I do. It, it's good. It's It's got almost got a Big Little Lies vibe to it. Mm -hmm, I agree. Reese Witherspoon just kind of plays that character a lot, which is that mm -hmm. kind of like uppity rich white person, which... You know what? She found her lane, her little pocket. She's she plays it. it well. She does. <laughs> She's had a great career arc. She was cute, young child star, and then mm -hmm. kind of like the hot bl bombshell. 
And now she's kind of mm-hmm. like the hot mom. Totally. Like that's what you kind of want to you want to get on that guy. Mm-hmm. That trajectory. The other thing that we watched is The Invisible Man. Oh, is that a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. It was supposed to be in theaters, but they've put it, you know, you can rent it now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, that's it's adapted from a book. It's not from the book that I suggested a while ago, which was The Visible Man. I know, but I do think it is adapted from a book. It is phenomenal. Who's in that? It's the girl from uh, you like the show the uh, oh um, house ha, midwives housewives no um no no um uh, a something's tale a, mid, a midwife's tale a summer house tale <laughs> handmaid's, handmaid's tale. tale there it is <laughs> wow <laughs> we got issues yeah it's her she does a gr- she's such a good actress dude mm-hmm. yeah it's really good I suggest it it's it's got some good like. Meal jump moments. Really? Yeah. You got anything? I'm on episode eight of Ozark, so I'm much further than you, and that's where a lot of my time has gone. You're on episode three? Don't ruin it for me. I'm not going to ruin anything. Have you gotten to the part where Jason Bateman's wife's brother comes into the picture? Yes. He is a great character. Very excited about his character. Good, 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 good. He brings like a fresh something into the series that we needed. Other than that, Westworld, still on that train. Have you have you tried that at all? Yes, I'm liking Westworld. I'm liking where that's you going. Are? Yep. What are your thoughts on it? I think we're only like two episodes in. Like I told you, we're doing like we're piecemealing this thing. Were you as confused as I was about season about episode one? Yeah, but I liked it. I liked her breaking into the guy's house and fucking killing him and shit. I loved it, but I was just like, who is Aaron Paul? How do you fit into this story? Where did you come from? What are you doing? I don't get it. I That's also, how I felt on episode one. I also like in the future, there's like a task rabbit for mobsters. It's like, do you want to yeah, make exactly. some money? Go fucking kill somebody. Cha-ching, cha-ching. It's in your account now. Good job. <laughs> well, the, well, the options are like, fuck yeah, or like, no, I'm a basic bitch or something. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Um. So, yeah, I'm still loving that. But I I really do. There's just so much that I have to kind of go online after I watch it and read breakdowns about it to really get everything that's in the episode. Yeah. But I highly recommend it because it's much easier to understand. We also started watching a show called The Plot Against America on HBO. Oh, I've seen previews for that. How is that? Really good. So I'll just read it to you. The Plot Against America. An alternate American history during World War II is told through the eyes of the working-class Jewish family in New Jersey as they endure the political rise of Charles Lindbergh, who captures the presidency and turns the nation towards fascism. The plot against America. John Turturro's in it. Winona Ryder is in it. Anthony Boyle is in it, and he actually was in Harry Potter. On He was the original... Mm -hmm. Scorpius in Harry Potter on Broadway. We got to meet it and he was like total show stealer in that production. And he's a British kid and he's playing this New York Jewish kid from 1939. And he is so good. Wow. Not that I know like New York accents that well, but Sarah was like, Jesus Christ, his New York accent is good. So anyways, yeah, check it out. It's really good. I'm, I'm into it. I've been wanting to watch it. They play previews for it all the time. I know. It's also scary that like we we were, I mean, if you look at it like that, we were so close to like not getting in the war, the World War II and helping out. Speaking mm-hmm. of World War II. Yes. We got to talk about baby boomers. Okay. <laughs> History was my least favorite subject in school. Let me tell you. What are we talking about baby boomers? 
So they're saying that the coronavirus is going to be the thing that wipes out the baby, the baby boomers, right? Mm-hmm. Baby boomers, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like a hatred of government or like a firm, steady diet of Fox News, but baby boomers are not buying into the corona. Mm. I'm t- I'll tell you right now, my mother being one of these people. Ooh, really? She's like, they canceled tennis again. We're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you <laughs> playing tennis? Well, I'm separated by an entire tennis court. Yeah, but you're holding the tennis ball that the other person is holding. I don't mm. think it's gonna be it's gonna be that bad. Lady, you realize we're fucking staying inside because of you guys. We're trying to mm-hmm. save the booms. Okay? Yeah. And they don't want to believe it. There, there are booms out there that think it's a hoax. No, oh, I know. It's bad. I also find that a lot of people in that age get range. Also, just they're no, the number one thing I hear them say is it's just not that bad. It's just not that big of a deal. Yeah. Somebody that does some stuff for uh, for me here, like on the horse property, sometimes said to me said to me the other day because I um didn't want he sometimes he like likes to bring his kids by and I just asked him not to do that during this time mm-hmm. and he his words were, oh really um coronavirus just isn't a big deal in Tennessee yeah I was like. What are you talking about? We're yeah. on a citywide lockdown. Like businesses yeah. are closed. No one's in school. What do you mean yeah. it's not bad here? And that just like blew my mind. But you're right. Like it is, that is a very common mentality. Yeah. Dude, the booms, they don't get it. The booms. You know which boom does get it? Is my mama boom? Yeah. Oh, no. I bet you she's No? Not. Just. Well, I don't know. I mean, your mom looks like she's fucking my age, so. she was She was born in 67, I think. So then, no, she's not a boom. A boom is 46 to 64. Oh, she just makes that cut off. Yeah. Because she's taking it seriously. Yeah, but but your parents smoke so much weed, so they're fucking paranoid as shit. You know what? My mom actually hasn't smoked since this whole thing began because she thinks that, like, smoking weed is going to make her more vulnerable to the virus. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, the booms. My dad's probably smoking it up, though, for sure. For sure, bro. I have a bunch of music should I you save? Do? Yeah, I have a bunch of music. I was just thinking, I keep seeing that so many artists are postponing their album. Yeah. Like release because of this, which I don't like. I understand it partly from like a business perspective. They're thinking, well, I don't want to put the album out if I can't tour to support it and I can't whatever do the TV shows to support it and whatever. But on the back end of that, I'm like, why not put it out now? Because everyone's sitting at home and will stream and buy and listen to your album now. Yeah. But I just find there's not a whole lot of new music coming out because of what's going on. Well, your sister's got some new music out. Noah? I got so high, I saw Jesus. Have we not? Did we not play that last week? I don't think so. Oh, let's give it a play. Do you want to have Sophia on and and then do music at the end? Oh, yeah. We probably should stick with our... Uh... Our format? It's like the, that's like, like the... We have such a loose format. We should probably stick with what yeah. we got. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any other favorite things then? I got it. Oh, I got a new sweatpants set that I'm a big fan of. Dude, that's the most Rona <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. You know what I love right now? So we got this little battery operated coffee stirrer. That is the laziest thing I've ever heard. I know, dude, but just. And then like, dude, is your that shit. Necessary? It's not. But you know what? 
And I also don't like know what I'm trying to save time for at this point, you know? <laughs> No kidding. I like, I don't ever think, I don't think I've ever thought to myself, you know, I really wish I could stir my coffee more aggressively. Yeah. You can make fun of me all you want, but I'm getting you one for your birthday and you're going to be like, you were right. Speaking of coffee and my favorite things, I want to say very, ben yes. Congratulations to Ben. No, you weren't. Cause I was going to say it. No, I was. No, you weren't. Congratulations to Ben Higgins and Jess Clark. Clark. Soon to be Higgins. Soon to be Higgins. I'm so happy that that news is out because I've known about that for quite some time and oh. it's been very hard to keep quiet because I'm sure because I love them so much and I love him so much yeah. and I just want them to be happy and that was been tough. So this is about me, oh, guys. This is obviously right, about exactly. Me. Have you met Jess? Yes, I have. She's awesome. Love them together. Yes. Very pretty. You know you know where she went to school? Ole Miss. That's right. Hotty toddy, baby. Woo! She ran track there. Crazy. Oh, I believe that. Have you seen her legs? No. She's ripped. Yeah. Brandi, listen, this quarantine sucks, but I will say this. I have been able to keep my mind occupied because of Best Fiends. Have you played this game yet? I haven't, but I've told you before, Reinhardt plays it and freaking loves it. He's such a little gamer. Yeah, it's so much fun. And I tell you what, the game has changed recently and it's become more challenging much more fun to play, but it was so much fun to play beforehand. But now I've had to change the way that like I'm thinking about playing the game. My strategy and puzzle solving has completely changed. It's one of those games that I play and I, I don't feel like I'm completely just like rotting my brain, you know? Yeah, totally. I've actually been meaning to download it because like you said, sitting in front of the TV and watching the same show, like you get bored and you want to switch it up. So I feel like moving from the TV to the phone would be really good for me. Best Fiends has thousands of levels already with new levels, events, and characters added every single month. It's hours of fun right at your fingertips. And you can even play offline, which makes it so much more awesome that you can play on a plane or when you're somewhere without internet, you can still play this game on your phone. Yeah, with over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews, Best Fiends is a must-play. So download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. So Best Fiends. Best Fiends. F-I-E-N-D-S. All right. So Brandy, since we've been quarantined, we've been actually organizing the house. Yeah, same. We found a lot of stuff that is like really good, like new cool gadgets and stuff that like we just like threw into a closet. And you know what I've been doing? What's that? I've been selling that shit. Oh, that's so smart. No one's been able to make money, but I'm gonna make some money somehow. <laughs> I'm selling that stuff online and you know what's helping me out what's that ship station amazing i actually have heard of ship station i think i'm gonna start using it to sell some clothes now that i've cleaned out my closet mm -hmm. and ship station is so great because now that we can't leave the house you know we want to do everything online so with ship station you can sell online you can get a lot of orders out really fast which can be tough the fastest easiest most affordable way to manage and ship orders so you get the best prices as well which is always really important because shipping can be expensive yeah, no matter what you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, or your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, making it really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. So here's the deal right now. All you guys can get ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use the code YFT. 
and make sure your business is ready to meet demands of delivery culture. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Just click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in YFT. That's ShipStation.com and then enter offer code YFT to get this deal. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. Okay, let's call Sophia Bush. And just try not to like... I'm going to be play it cool. Just play it cool, bro. You know? I'm the queen of playing it cool, okay? Right. The only person I've lost my shit over yeah. is Jimmy Fallon. But yeah, do you I that? let my cool go for like 10 seconds and I felt like a dummy, but... Do you remember that time that Sarah went on Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Fallon expressed his love for me? Yes, I do. Were you freaking? Did you pee your pants? No, but I, I got like a half chub. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's my fave. Okay, let's call her. I'm going right, to be cool. Let's do it. Hello? Hello? Hello. Oh, I am a genius. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> All right. Hurtful. Sophia, how are you doing? This is a weird time in the world. Are you doing good? Yeah. You know, I, I kind of am alternating between, you know, feeling super grateful that I'm able to be home. I was about to start a show in Canada and then had to come back with my whole cast and, you know, get home. And I've got some friends who weren't able to do that, who weren't able to travel. And I'm really trying to focus on the stuff that I feel grateful for right now. And also this whole situation is just super anxiety producing, you know, knowing that our government lied to us for a time and that we refused tests from the World Health Organization and that people are sicker than they needed to be because of that. that that's a hard pill to swallow. I'm kind of vacillating between feeling really grateful for my immediate surroundings and feeling really worried, you know, for the world given what's going on. God, and then I really sent myself over the edge because I watched the Netflix Explained episode about pandemics, and I was like, they have been talking about this for years. Yeah. And that, that sent me to a whole other place. But it is really, I think, a good learning 30 minutes if you have it to spare. I know. After hearing you, like, be upset, justifiably so, about, like, the government kind of, like, lying and, like, downplaying a lot of this, I think going forward we need to have – Full transparency with the government. I need to know everything that's happening with aliens. I need to know about wormholes. I need to know everything. It's just time to lay the cards on the table, guys. You know what? I'm with you on the alien conversation. <laughs> Open that shit up. I want to know. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe there's an alien race that has dealt with this that can help us out. You know, we're not even utilizing all of the options, guys. That would be cool. I would much prefer you know, another life form in the universe to want to help us with this pandemic and not, like, vaporize us with a laser. Yeah. I'm always amazed how stupid our fucking show is. I know. We're so happy <laughs> We're so happy to have you on the show. We're big fans of yours. I don't know if people told you, like, what the idea of this show is. So if they haven't, I'll give you, like, the quick kind of synopsis, okay? The show is called Your Favorite Thing. And we just talk about our favorite things because there's just a lot of like negativity and like bad stuff on the internet. We thought we would do a positive show. And now more than ever, we need this show because inevitably our favorite things are always like things we're binging on Netflix or like music we're loving or Instagram follows that we think are hilarious. And now more than ever, people need things to binge, movies to watch, music to listen to. So Sophia Bush, we need to know what some of your favorite things are. 
right now. Okay, well, I mentioned one already. I'm obsessed with Explained on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I think it's the coolest. I mean, I'm a nerd. I love to learn. And and there being, you know, a different topic in every episode where they really dive into something and teach you about a system, I think is really fascinating. Other favorite things to watch would have to be Abstract. Oh, my God. So Abstract is essentially like chef's table, but for designers. Have you seen Tiger King? Oh, yeah. Finished it yesterday. Just real quick. Do you think that Carol killed her husband? I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. I don't understand how there's any other outcome that makes sense. Yeah. Millionaires just don't leave the country and leave their money. Well, and also leave no trace. Like he would be on a plane. He'd be using his American Express card. He, you know, he'd be doing things if he left her and went to another country. To your point, disappearing and never spending another dollar of his money. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I've been Mm. seeing a lot of actors throw their name into the hat for when this inevitably comes a a movie. It's already happening. I saw a press release yesterday. Kate McKinnon's going to play her. Amazing. Oh, really? Who do you want to see play Joe Exotic? Oof. I saw Dak Shepard threw his name in the hat, which I thought was a good one. That's, That's interesting. A one. But That's da- a good one. But if David Spade doesn't get it after his work in <laughs> Joe Dirt. I get that. Have you seen the meme that's going around that has a photo of Steve Carell yeah. making a certain face next to the photo of Joe Exotic? And it like, it works. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I would really be here for it. You're tall. Who do you want to play? I feel like you could play Travis. No, but I'm not that. Travis is really, really tall. Travis like 6'6", six, six, I He's think. Really, really yeah, Wells yeah, yeah. only looks tall because next to Sarah, everyone looks tall. No. Fair point. Also, <laughs> I have the Kramer hair, so it gives me like two extra inches. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, my favorite character is got to be the strip club owner who's overweight for whatever reasons, like I'm done with it and takes off his mic. And then all of a sudden he's on a jet ski. Like, I don't know what happened. I don't know who cut this thing together. Yeah, that was the most insane <laughs> ending shot for him. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> okay. You guys are making me want to watch. This you've show got, now. you've got to watch it. Okay. Just when you think there can't possibly be another twist or another turn, it yeah. sneaks up on you and punches you in the back of the head. Do you have yeah. any, anything else that you're binging? Any movies that you're into? Well, last night I just went and watched an 80s classic mm. with a young McDreamy called Ooh. Can't Buy Me Love. Love that film. No, no. I'm going to ding it also. God, I love that movie. What is his name in it? He's Ronald. Yeah, Ronald. Yeah, Ronald. Oh, and that wow. white leather frilled jacket and then and everything the around. Tie, which, by the way, I'm a big fan of. I wear a bolo tie pretty regularly these days yeah so i was like how do i go back in time and read dempsey's wardrobe from this movie that was such a good flick brandy i know you want to do like fanny questions right now okay well <laughs> this, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a twist for everybody on this skype call right now because i was sleuthing your instagram uh-huh. right before we called you okay. you are in an isolation pod with one of my favorite music artists Am I? Kevin. Kevin. Oh, my God. She was in an isolation but with Kevin Garrett. Oh, my gosh. Introduce you to someone. You're smoking meats to Kevin Garrett? I am. Oh, Kevin, 
This is Wells, and that's Brandy. I don't know why my cat. Oh, there, it's focusing on you. She's one of my very biggest fans and wanted to talk about our isolation pod. Okay. Huge fan. Huge fan. I literally was stalking Sophia's Instagram and saw that she's in an isolation pod with you, and I freaked out because I love your music. My buddy Sam Hunt turned me onto your music about three years ago. Oh, wow. Been a big fan ever since. Thank you. I love Sam. That's so cool. Yeah, look at that. Oh, guys, cool. I'm a full circle. <laughs> so how do you two know each other? Well, we know each other. One of my best friends, Vanessa, who used to live with me, is... How do you and Vanessa know each other? I don't even remember. Through music stuff. Music stuff. Yeah, because yeah, Visa manager. Um, she manages another awesome artist called Verite. And five years ago, Kevin was playing at Falia Hall in Chicago. And Vanessa texted us and said, I love you both, you have to hang out. And so I went to the show and we've been hanging out ever since. Yeah. Amazing, and now you're, now you're in isolation together. I've yeah. Been, I've been living here for five years. <laughs> <laughs> this Adam, is my house now. In the bass. It's yeah. great for me. Giving away guitars. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. That's Wait. everything. Well, thanks for making an appearance here on YFT. Nice to meet you both. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing your song Coloring right now on the show as well. So oh, That's one of my faves. Don't sue us for playing over 25 seconds of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, nice to Kevin. meet you, buddy. Yeah, I love Thanks, him. Good. But I also am going to fangirl over you as well. Well, thanks. And I know, like, if you're anything like my sister, the last thing you want to talk about is One Tree Hill. Miley hates talking about Hannah Montana. Wait, I, I oh, thought but, for sure you were going to say Miley hates talking about One Tree Hill. <laughs> no, no. I can't, like, can't do you know, it, guys. Like, like, you did One Tree Hill so long ago. I'm sure like you're so sick <laughs> of talking what, about it. But you know what happens? It's funny. Hillary and I were talking about this recently. The first couple of years after it ended, I was like, stop fucking talking to me about that show. Mm-hmm. Like, just st- all of us were like, we get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and now... It's been it's been done for long enough and you know we all still have a life together that now it feels really nostalgic and fun. And now I'm it's you know it's obviously it's not all I want to talk about but I also think it's would be very hard to deny like Brooke Davis was a G. So Oh my gosh. I can't. I like I love that she was my person. I like that I got to make her into the person she became. You know, I fought really hard for her. When people are, when people say to me, oh my God, I'm Brooke Davis's number one fan. I'm like, TBH, I am, but you can <laughs> fight for spot number two. You know, I, I like, yeah. I put blood, sweat and tears into that person and, and mm. fought for that person. And and yeah, we're, we're distanced enough from it now that mm. it's, it's a cool, it feels cool to all of us to talk about now. Yeah, I love that. I think yeah. my sister too is it's just within the past year I feel like she's finally kind of come around to like making jokes about Hannah Montana and being okay yeah. bringing it up and posting throwback photos like she never used to do that before. Um yeah. and now she does. So I think I think that yeah, once enough time goes by, it probably yeah, it's is a very nostalgic. real thing. You just need a minute because yeah. you know, for for fans of anything and I get it, you know, it's the way I feel about Sex and the City. It's it's iconic to me, but I didn't have to make it. I didn't have to. I just got the one hour, you know, or in that in the case of that show, the 30 minutes of content that was done and perfect. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to live through the years and years behind the scenes, which is what I had to do with my show and your sister had to do with her show. And and often the behind the scenes stuff 
while full of joy at times is also really hard. And there's a lot of, you know, less pleasant stuff associated as well. So I think once you have enough space from that, you can kind of just hold on to the good. It's like right after you go through a breakup, you know why you broke up with your ex-boyfriend because he was probably not the right person or in worst case scenario, a terrible person. But years later, you can go, yeah, these are the things I appreciated about that person. Who are you still close with now from the cast? Hillary Joy and I had a group FaceTime, what, four days ago? Because we're losing our minds in quarantine. And that was really fun. Um, I see Lee. I saw Daniil and Jensen recently, her husband, who's so sweet. Um, I still talk to Brian Greenberg a bunch. I talked to James. He, uh, killing it. He's like out there being a director. And, you know, him and Steven created a show called Everyone is Doing Great. It's really, really great. One of my favorite things about One Tree Hill um, was the music on the show. Like it was such a great way to discover new artists. And yeah. I don't know, I just remember the soundtracks just being incredible. Who are some of your favorite artists and what's mu- some music that you're loving? What have I been listening to lately? A lot of like Brittany Howard and Leon Bridges and Blake Mills and Tierra Wack, Anderson Pack. I'm just like deep in the playlists at home zone. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love J. Cole. I love Astrid S. I'm just, I'm literally looking through my Spotify right now, looking at what I've been listening to. I obviously listen to a ton of Kevin Garrett. He turned me on <laughs> this artist, Ethan Gresca, who's amazing. Oh my God, his record is so good. And obviously Maggie Rogers, like she was one of my top mm. artists in 2019 when the, when, this, when the rap stuff for Spotify came out. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring this show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Bays is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. I love the Lone Bellow and Tegan and Sarah and King Princess. And then maybe my favorite song out right now is by Milk, um, M-I-L-C-K. She just released this song called If I Ruled the World Ooh. that came before this mess started. And it's really just about like if, if this one woman could be in charge, all the things she'd want to change. And mm. it feels really especially poignant right now. That's really cool. Yeah, I would get on that. Amazing. I'm playing a little bit right now. Cool. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I can't hear the music he plays. Can you hear it? No. Yeah, see? I'm glad you're having your own personal concert right now, though. 
what about stuff you're working on right now? What's going on? What's coming out that we can be expecting from you? I just talked to my my dear friend Alana Glazer the other day. We did this movie together that is so scary and so creepy called False Positive that she's mm-hmm. finishing editing right now. So I'm excited for that to come out. And then, like I said, I was about to start this this show. I'm doing this really amazing medical drama called Good Sam that is one of my favorite scripts that I have read in years. Now we're on hold uh, for Mm. quarantine and social and physical distancing responsibility. So currently I'm reading a lot of books about surgery, which is honestly my jam. I wanted to be a heart surgeon when I was a kid. You really have to study and know like the lingo and the language and like all that. Yeah, I've been doctors. I've, I've been in open heart surgeries over the last couple of weeks getting ready for this. And then obviously I can't do that anymore because no uh, non-essential persons can be in hospitals right now, Mm -hmm. which obviously is exactly how it should be. But it's pretty wild. I realized I, I feel like I'm going to faint when I watch someone get a blood draw, but I can literally stand over a patient who is intubated, who has their chest cracked open, talk to the doctors while they're bone sawing and doing all. Yeah. And like watching them remove arteries and everything. It, it doesn't phase me at all. The first surgery that I was in on, it's also very cool because, you know, people approve you to be in there and their families approve you to be in there. And um, <laughs> the first guy whose surgery I watched top to finish, I got to go meet his family on rounds in the ICU after it was over. And then the next day they sent me a photo of him when he had woken up and I just started sobbing. I was like, I know, I know him in such an incredible way. It's so intimate. It's so powerful. It's it's one of the most incredible mergers of science and miracle that I've ever witnessed in my life. And and so I, I honestly am so amped to go and work on this. Yeah, well, hopefully you get to go back soon. Tell us about work in progress. The podcast is just my favorite thing. Um, you know, I, <laughs> right? As a as a longtime activist and and person who you know works in a lot of political spaces and social system arenas, I kind of had this aha moment where I realized, oh, I have access to conversations with so many people that so much of the world doesn't have access to. And what an incredible way to spend my privilege. What better way, really, than to take those conversations out into a public space where we can really deep dive on how these things work, whether we're talking about political systems, whether we're talking about racial justice, whether we're talking about what it really means to be a creator. You know, I interviewed Gloria Steinem about her entire kind of journey to being this leader that she is. And then I interviewed Whitney Cummings, who everyone assumes is just having the best time all day long. And we talked about therapy and codependency and then sex robots. And it was like so weird and fun and And I just think it's such an amazing way to really dive into these deeper conversations with people. And and I get so much feedback that people feel seen and they feel less alone and they feel like they're learning something in a way that's inspiring, not like eye roll inducing. Those are just the greatest pieces of feedback for me. Who's been your favorite guest so far on the show? Oh my God, that's impossible. (laughs) That's impossible. So many people have been so amazing. My conversation with Chelsea Handler was so freaking great. I got to interview my favorite professor from college, Christopher Smith, who's one of my heroes. That was insane. Interviewing Gloria Steinem was obviously 
mental. I was like, what's happening? Everyone always says like, don't meet your heroes, but I've gotten to meet quite a few of mine through this process and they've all been so amazing. I'm such a fan of this writer, Liz Feldman. She worked on Two Broke Girls and worked for Ellen forever. And she created that show on Netflix, Dead to Me, which by the way, if you haven't seen it, oh my God. Oh yeah. You're welcome. Liz came in for an interview because I'm genuinely just such a fan. I wanted to talk to her about her process. And we bonded so hard. We got to the end of it. And she was like, what just happened? Like, what voodoo did you just pull? Like, you Barbara Walters. What was that? And we were just dying. And we've stayed really good friends. And we have dinner. And I see her and her wife pretty regularly. And they're just the coolest. That's a thing that, you know, is an example of this interview show that I wanted to do having this really cool ripple effect in my life. Very cool. That's amazing. All right. Well, we want to be respectful of your time. Let you get back to your uh, quarantine with Kevin Garrett and everybody else. But thank you so much for being on our show. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Good luck. Stay sane. Get your blood moving if you can. All right. Thank you so much for being on the show. Have an an awesome night and be safe out there. Okay. Thank you so much. You guys, too. Everybody stay home if you're able. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I love her. She's so great. Do you want to do music or do you want to save it for next week? No, let's hear some music. Yeah? Like one or two. Dude, I have so many. Let's hear one or two. Okay, shoot. Really? <laughs> one or two? Okay. Do you know who Dave Cobb is? No. He is really well-known producer in Nashville. He produces like all of like Jason Isbell's stuff. He produces like all of like Chris Stapleton stuff. A lot of people. And he has a brother named Brent Cobb. And I believe he's probably producing his brother's stuff as well. And his brother has a new song out called The World Is Ending. And Hmm. it's the most, like, apropos song ever for right now. So I thought I'd give it a little spin. Perfect. They say the world is ending. Today. Everyone is still pretending to pray and I'm just sitting here thinking about women with my head in the clouds and the room keeps spinning The creek don't rise, good Lord willing anyhow Might be time to clean out Shooting stars out my window Brent Cobb, The World is Ending, which it absolutely is ending. Did you know that Willie Nelson has a son that is a phenomenal musician? No. Oh, well, his name's Lucas Nelson. My brother loves Lucas Nelson so much. And he's got a new song that Sarah is... I like it too, but Sarah's like obsessed with it. This one's called My Own Wave. Thunder in your eyes, it fades away. I tried to learn your song. But your memory is too strong, it lasts so long And I feel it burning in my soul Like a fire dancing on the coast I'm flying high above the break of day All right, so that's uh, Lucas Nelson and the promise of the real 
Latoon my own wave. Do you have any suggestions? I think we should play a little bit of Young Nikki. I do like this song because it's funny. It's this came up. This came up on my release radar, which is oh, interesting nice. because it, you know, I don't normally kind of. I don't know. It's, it's a lot like sad bastard. Actually, Young Nikki is sad bastard music. Let's be fair. Oh, a hundred percent. Also, this video is awesome. If you haven't seen the video, okay. check her out. Here's like I got so high, I saw Jesus. Lost his job to a machine And Mary lost her mind to lines of code You can't see And if the angels are the AI I'm gonna burn this whole thing down well, That's a really interesting songwriting Comparing, I guess, all, all these biblical characters to robots and AI and stuff I thought that was really cool I'm always so amazed at how, like, wise beyond her years she is. The girl is 20, you know? And she wrote that when she was 19. Like, it's just so crazy. By the when way. I was 19, I don't even know. But, by the <laughs> way, her the picture on this record, she looks, mm. she looks good. She looks great. I mean, the abs are popping. Abs are popping. And I don't know how she got those because... Doesn't work out. Yeah, it must be nice. I have one more. I really I played Hem Henry Jameson before, and this is a new one called Atlantis. It says demo, so it might not be hmm. available. I don't know, but like I love Henry Jameson. Something about survival tips. Something about apocalypse. I wonder why they're praying. I used to think. We could save the world Now I'm old enough to know That I don't know the first thing About all that No, I don't know That that's how Atlantis fell Into the rising sea Everyone looking around. Hey, no, Anyways, Henry Jameson, Landis, that's a really good song. Dude, I did want to do an appreciation spin. Oh, I like the sound of that. One of my favorite songwriters has the Corona. No. Yeah. John Prine has got the Corona and he is old. So, like, he's in danger, anyways. So we got to have good vibes, prayers, all that stuff is going out to John Prine right now. When I was a young girl, well, I had me a cowboy. He weren't much to look at, just a free rambling man. But that was a long time, and no matter how I tried, Years just blow by like a broken down dam. Make me an angel that flies from Montgomery. And I know you might be thinking out there, he didn't write Angel from Montgomery. Uh, yeah, he did. He wrote a lot of amazing songs, still does, and 
He's got the roan, dude, and we need, we cannot lose John Prine. So everyone say a prayer, please, for him. All right, what are you going to do the rest of the night? Ozark, man. I'm going to finish it. Oh, you're fucking going through it. Bulldozing it. And then tomorrow is dedicated to Sorry We're Stoned. Oh, you're doing it, huh? Oh, we're doing it. Sorry, we're stoned. We're recording tomorrow. And I just want to give a shout out to everybody that responded to my Instagram story yesterday because I, I hit some people. I hit, well, I posted on Instagram. I said, hit me up, DM me, ask me some questions, give us some, um, you know, conversation starters. Like, what do you guys want to hear about? And people wrote in some really great things. And I was actually overwhelmed with how many messages I had, which is great. I screenshot all of like tons of great ones uh, for my mom and I to discuss tomorrow. So very exciting. Also, I feel like there's some confusion. Like some people are like, oh, where, like, where can I listen to this? I tried to find it and I couldn't. It's not out yet. We're going to record basically like a whole season up front so that we don't get in a position that Wells and I were in where we didn't put out episodes for weeks on end. We want to make sure we can deliver episodes to you guys weekly. So once we get it recorded, we um, will have more information on where to listen to it and when. Very smart. Exciting things. All right. Well, stay safe. Wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Also, like get some lotion to put on after because, Dude, you know. Right? All the hand washing is making for some dry cracks. skin. I got to say, the colloidal oatmeal lotion is really doing me a solid. It sounds like a disease. <laughs> it's not. It's great stuff. I know, but it's like, it's like, man, what's wrong? Like, dude, I, I have had, I've had diarrhea for 17 days. It's because of the colloidal oatmeal. <laughs> I've got colloidal oatmeal. <laughs> I've been shitting oh. and throwing up constantly at both ends because of the colloidal oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing it. Oh, man. It's so funny. Well, it's, it's the world is ending. That's why, you know? Uh, yeah. All right, Brandi. I miss you. I love you. Stay safe. You. I wonder if we'll ever see each other again in person. I don't know. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> You do. You know? Love y'all. Love ya. Bye. They say the world is ending. They. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.